Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now let your Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you, you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. The Gospel of the Lord. So we continue. In the Christmas octave, there's lots of times when the readings repeat. And so it's the same gospel that we had last Sunday for the Feast of the Holy Family. And Simeon has been... Simeon's such an interesting character. He was promised that he would not see death until he had seen the Christ of the Lord. And Simeon, I I sort of think of as my patron saint of when my prayers aren't answered right away. Once when I was praying over this passage, I, I just had this question that came to mind, which was, how old was Simeon when he was promised that he would not see death until he saw the Christ of the Lord? And how long did he wait for that to be fulfilled? And perhaps he was, that was revealed to him when he was quite young. 
And he waited, and he waited, and he waited, and he was faithful, and he was faithful. And he continued to wait for those words to be fulfilled. And I think that perspective has helped me oftentimes in those times in my life when I feel like, oh, the Lord's not coming or he's not, when is he going to answer this prayer? I've been asking and asking and asking. And for Simeon, that, that was fulfilled in the fullness of time. We say in the fullness of time when Jesus entered into the world. And, and there's such a thing as the fullness of time in our own lives and, and the way that our Lord acts in our own lives and, and the way that we come to know him. And there are people who who come to know him quite young in their lives. There are people who come to know him when they're older. Sometimes there are people who think they know him and then they're like, whoa, I didn't know who he was until now. And so he gives us this example of constantly waiting and seeking the fulfillment of that promise and, and seeking something that's more complete and more, more full. Because as we're focused on, during this Christmas season, this encounter with our Lord and receiving our Lord as he's come into the world and as he's come into our lives, there's always room for that to grow. There's always room for that to grow. And as it grows, as we fall more deeply in love with him, we come to experience a greater joy. We come to experience a deeper joy. We come to know love in a greater way. And that's what we're all called to do in the Christian life, is to fall more deeply in love with our Lord every day. To remove whatever obstacles are in the way, to remove whatever presuppositions are in the way, whatever pride is in the way, that pride that says, like, I already know everything I need to know. You know, I had a spiritual directee a few years ago who was a focused missionary, and uh, sometimes when we do ministry, we think we know everything already because we think we have to. Like, like, there's all this pressure on us to, like, know everything and to have it all together. And, and after about a year in spiritual direction, she came in one day and she was so excited. And she was like, Father, I just figured out I don't know who Jesus is. Which was, like, this big moment for her because she realized, like, oh, like, now I can come to know him in a new way. I can come to know him in a greater way. It opens up some space. And then she kind of goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Then she left focus and fell off my radar. Then I ran into her in Kansas City a few years ago, and uh, I'm not really sure where she was at at that time. And then I ran into her at Bishop Conley's mother's funeral, and she was a nun. She was amazing. And, and the way that, like, 
the testimony of that person's life as they came to, to receive that promise that our Lord had made. And so today let us pray that, that our own hearts be open to, to whatever way our Lord wants to enter into them and whatever transformation is still needed That we be open to the invitation to fall in love with our Lord in a greater way, to accept him in a more profound way. That we may experience and give testimony to the joy that comes only from belonging to him. The joy that he brings into the world.